Hello everyone, welcome to Assurance in Action podcast. My name is Axel Vipré, Regulatory Affairs Specialist, and today I am with Anne-Sophie Morisseau, Pharmacist Toxicologist. Today we are presenting our second episode to discuss about packaging within the cosmetics industry. In the first podcast of the series, we talked about the general requirements to verify safety and compliance of cosmetic packaging. We explained that the packaging advisory document recommended to verify food contact compliance, among other requirements. 10-2011 regulations for plastic materials is the most complete specification regulation for food contact materials. But what about the other types of materials? Indeed, Axel. Food contact material regulation in Europe can seem to be quite complex. Regulation 1935-2004, so-called framework regulation, contains the basic requirements applicable to all types of food contact materials. Therefore, all food contact materials intending to be marketed in Europe should fulfill the framework regulation requirements, namely Article 3. First, food contact material should not transfer its constituents to the foodstuff in quantity which could endanger human health. Second, food contact material should not bring an acceptable change in the composition of the foodstuff. Third, food contact material should not deteriorate the organoleptic characteristic of the foodstuff. In addition, Article 5 and Annex 1 of the regulation 1935-2004 lists 17 categories for which specific measures may be adopted by the Commission on a European level. However, to date, only five categories have an harmonized specific measure in place. The non-recycling plastics, the recycling plastic, the regenerated cellulose, the active and intelligent articles and materials, and the ceramics. So, how are regulating the non-harmonized material in Europe? In order to prove compliance to 1935-2004 regulation for these non-harmonized materials, such as inks, adhesive, paper and board, national regulation exists for some materials, even if this is not legally binding for cosmetic packaging. Then, several guidelines, recommendations or norms from some industrial association or consortium, such as the FECA or the Council of Europe, for example, can be used as reference when assessing safety of materials. That is right. The principle of mutual recognition applies per Regulation 764-2008 in Europe in order to facilitate market access between European countries. But in practice, it may not work and it should be used carefully. In addition, the national legislations are not easy to access because they are not centralized. Some of them are available only in the official language of the countries which issued this. This can complicate the regulatory assessment. That is why this is important to have a local expert knowing well each specification of the legislations. Can you give us some example of non-harmonized materials, please? Sure. Let's start by metals and alloys. These types of materials are often used in cosmetic packaging. There is no regulation for these materials at European level, and therefore it is called a non-harmonized material. However, you have several documents on which you can refer to in order to comply with framework regulation and proof safety. 
First, the DGCCRF NCDA sheet number one called Suitability for Food Contact of Metals and Alloys Intending to Come into Contact with Foodstuff from France. The Chapter 4 for Metals from Packaging and Consumer Articles in the Netherlands and the Resolution of Council of Europe on Metals and Alloys Used in Food Contact Materials and Articles. So you have three different documentation to refer to. What requirements do they list for metals and alloys in contact with food? First, it is important to note that all three references have similar requirements, but there is also important differences. The three texts require compositional compliance, so the material needs to be manufactured with authorized substances from the respective positive lists. These substances possess specific migration limits, as for the 102011 plastics regulation, for example. The DGCCRF and EDQM files talk about LLS, limit de libération spécifique in French, and SRL, specific release limit, respectively, both meaning specific migration limits. However, we note some different limits. Indeed, the SRL for iron is 40 mg per kilogram of food in the Council of Europe guidelines, but the SML described in the 102011 regulation recommend to be followed by the Warren Wet Packaging and Consumer Articles is 48 mg per kilogram. In addition, the choice of stimulant may be also different depending on the reference. The Warren Wet Packaging and Consumer Article for the Netherlands recommend using food stimulants as described in the 102011 regulation, and the EDQM advise to use two stimulants, artificial tap water or citric acid. Thank you for these clarifications. But how to ensure the compliance to 1935-2004 European regulation for this non-harmonized material, as we have different texts to refer on? This will depend about the country where you market your product. In addition, this is very important to have a well-documented risk-oriented approach in order to support the compliant. The framework regulation does not impose to provide a declaration of compliance for non-harmonized materials in comparison to the 102011 regulation. It requires to have DOC for plastic at each step of the supply chain. Indeed, Article 16 of the 1935-2004 reports that appropriate supportive documentation shall be available to demonstrate such compliance that documentation should be made available to the competent authorities on demand. Thank you, Anne-Sophie. To sum up, when we have a non-harmonized materials used for cosmetic purpose, it is important to ask to the supplier to provide appropriate documentation to prove compliance to food contact regulation. The safety assessor should always verify applicability to cosmetic use. For example, it, it needs to be verified the good use of simulant and conditions of testing. As for the harmonized materials, if one non-authorized substance is present in the material, this leads to non-compliance to food contact regulation, but not automatically for cosmetic use. A risk-oriented approach may confirm the safety for cosmetic application. Thank you, Axel, for summary.
I think this helps the assessor to have keys for the regulatory compliance of their cosmetic packaging ba based on all these guidelines and regulation. Thank you for listening and see you soon. Thank you very much. Bye.